Chatting shite, drinking tea, fighting against the patriarchy. We will be heard, we will be seen. It's the woes of being a woman. Hi everyone. Hello. This is Liz. And that's Sarah Jane. And welcome back. Um, this week is a relatively serious topic. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot off the heels of the press. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a responsive episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be we're talking. Well, we've been wanting to do this episode for a, a while. while, but we thought with the the current, current like drama. Yeah, what's the word? You've like gained fame recently because of infamy. Yeah. We'll yeah. So word. we're going to do an episode on incels, Andrew Tate, and all of the sort of shenanigans that goes along with that. And mm. um, we were oming and ahhing whether to do this episode weren't we because we weren't sure whether we wanted to do it to, yeah, like we didn't want to give give them a platform them yeah them exactly we don't want to give negativity a platform but i think that at some point you've got to discuss it you've got to talk about it because if nobody talks about it then it just goes on unchecked yeah i agree and we're obviously going to be talking about it very much from the perspective of like how it affects women and why it's such a bad thing. The correct perspective, I think. I agree. So, yeah, that's going to be this week's episode. So, settle in. Get a cup of tea. Sorry. Every time you say settle in, <laughs> my brain goes, strap in and strap on. <laughs> um, go about whatever you may be doing and enjoy. Okay, so for those who don't know or may be unsure, we thought we'd start with like a definition of a incel so incel just actually stands for the term involuntary celibate mm-hmm. so it basically just refers to someone who hasn't had sex or isn't currently having sex but through no choice of their own let me <laughs> yeah apart from the women hating bit so yeah so the actual term incel doesn't necessarily <clears throat> like being involuntarily I'm really struggling to say that word. Yeah, but voluntary. Involuntarily. Mm. That That's, one. Yeah. Celibate. Doesn't necessarily, like, because you say you, like, yeah, that's true, but, like, the jump to being, like, what the media is now calling an incel is that you hold that against mm-hmm. women. Because, basically, the, uh, the idea is you're so angry that women won't have sex with you that, like, you turn it on its head and blame everything on them mm-hmm. and all the anger you have you harbour towards women. the women that won't have sex with you mm. which to me is a big leap <laughs> like that, that is a huge leap for me like if i haven't had sex in a while i'm like what can i do to change that like maybe i should work on me <laughs> no no <laughs> it's all your fault yeah. like it's just bonkers and the reason no one will have sex with them is because they're fucking psychopaths. Yeah, it's because they're like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. And they're like, so like, yeah, the, it like incels and like their whole like ideology, if that's the right word, is like steeped in misogyny and like the idea that they're better than women. So why shouldn't women be wanting yeah. to have sex with them? Mm-hmm. And like they can provide things that women can't. So like, why aren't women all over them? And the idea that basically they've been done wrong some way in some way by society because they're not having sex 
which I also think is important to note. Put sex way too high up the priorities of your life. Which is rich coming from <laughs> Sarah Jim. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean though? Like there are far more important yeah. things in life mm-hmm. to genuinely worry about. Yeah. Than like whether or not you're having sex or whether or not someone wants to have sex with you. Like that's not the top of the needs pyramid. Yeah, but is that just because we're is it way higher up on blokes than women's regardless? Like is it just something they think about more? I mean, possibly. We can't answer this question. <laughs> yeah, I it could be. I'm not in any way defending the insect. No, I know what you mean though, but, but maybe it's they maybe have different priority. Their brains are wired different. Yeah. It's very possible. So I'm just having a little look. Apparently the term's been around since the nineteen nineties and it was like coined in a university project. Oh. Because they did a university project where people were involuntarily celibate. Cool. Um and now it's moved on to being like an inclusive community. Oh no. So no, sorry, to start with, it was an inclusive community for people who were like sexually deprived due to social awkwardness or mental illness. So like something completely different, like that's completely different. And it was sort of a place where people could talk about how they struggled Mm -hmm. to find sexual partners, like together more, whereas it's now definitely moved to like a place where people can vent. So it's like the starting foundation for asexuals then? Kind of, I think. Mm. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then moved on like over the decade and was sort of like infiltrated a lot by right wing communities mm-hmm. and like fringe groups. And it like increasingly overlaps between like right wing groups and incels. And then in the 2000s, communities became more extremist and they adopted behaviours that were like misogynistic towards women mm-hmm. as opposed to just talking amongst themselves and like giving out advice. Because I saw, you know, Vice, like the people that do like, like they're like a media company mm-hmm. they do like different news type things yeah um one girl was saying like she was basically <clears throat> if on your social media is like your twitter or your tiktok or anything like that so let's say if we set up a tiktok account now mm-hmm. and started looking at right wing things like that's what our search history was and that's like the sort of things we interacted with mm-hmm. she was it took less than 72 hours for her tiktok page to just be filled with like incels and andrew tate and all sorts of things like that, because both sides of the coin use your interest in one of those things mm-hmm. to then, like, infiltrate you into the other. So she was, like, extremist right-wing ideology and incels go hand in hand. Yeah. And, like, they use your social media platforms to, like, drip feed you information because mm-hmm. they, like, complement each other. to try and yeah. sway your political your views brain. and stuff. And Which she is like, just testament to how scary social media is. Yeah, and like how clever. Yeah, because she was like, I literally took her engaging with like three or four posts, and yeah. then sent me to chat, and it was like bang, and it was just simple engagement. But I feel like oh, this sounds bad, but like, well, not bad. It's not. I, I don't feel bad at all. Actually, it feels to me like it's something you should be ashamed of. It's, like if yeah. yeah, like if that's how you. Like, like if that's what you genuinely feel, you should be ashamed of that feeling. But it like seems being proud that you're racist. Literally, but it seems to me that social media has given it a platform for especially young men to feel proud of themselves for being like that. Mm-hmm. To think that it's a good thing. But then I think that the I'm gonna get cancelled for this. There is like this 
like Elon Musk, believing that everyone should have a free speech platform yeah. regardless of their views, mm-hmm. we should just, if they have these opinions and they are hurtful, then they, they should be silenced, basically. That's what I think. I, like, no, I agree. Like when we went to York and there was that bloody EDL march, they shouldn't be allowed to have that march. No. It should be mowed down in the street. That's what <laughs> should happen? And the way I look at it, this is a bad example because obviously that did happen here, but it's that, like, the difference between, like, in this country, free speech is still a thing. You're just not allowed to be outwardly inciting hate. Yeah. Whereas in America, you're literally allowed to say anything you like. Yeah. And I don't think that should be... Like, that isn't free speech. It's just why. Like, you sh- and it, in America, it seems to be that there's also a lot of free speech without consequence. Like, you're just allowed to say whatever you want. And, and just get okay. away with it, yeah. Like, that's just fine. Which is why everyone in America, in American high school, should be trained to react to hate speech like those kids react to that woman at the university. You know, the one that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever she's called. What is she called? Yeah, I know who you mean. And she's like... She tells them that they're, like, being gay is a sin and no premarital Yeah, and, they, and she's, like, being gay. And before she answers, they all sit there and shout, It's a sin! <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> Yeah. That I yeah, but I just it's just bonkers to me that I understand like for society to work it is important that people are allowed their own views and mm-hmm. that's fine, and I also understand that like not everyone can have the same view, but to have such a harmful view and for it just to be allowed to go seemingly unchecked on social media seems to be absolutely fine, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know if maybe it's like you because I don't have much experience with people of that age mm-hmm. at the moment, but like I don't know. When you were at school, whether or not you noticed young boys being affected by it in yes. any way. So for those of you that, that don't know, because I don't talk about it very often. <laughs> for those of you, this is your first episode. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, I was a teacher last year in a high school. And so I got to see firsthand how, just how like crazily rewired these young boys' brains could become in literally a matter of days. Like when I first started teaching, I had my year nine class um and there was a boy in there we'll call him jake it's not his real name but when i started jake was a lovely boy and then him and his friends started watching andrew tate and after a couple of weeks probably a month i would speak to jake again and he was completely different to me and like just horrendously sexist just rude to me would respond really well to the male members of staff but hated me and it wasn't through like like you can not like me but still be respectful yeah because he definitely didn't like some of the male staff but was respectful but he was just horrendous to all of the female staff what i think is so worrying about that right is you say that like it's because after but i think especially younger boys like at school age in year nine start watching andrew tate as a joke and then like genuinely in, yeah. as a joke because like he's around all the time because he's in the media. He's, like, yeah he's, he's famous he, people like, don't know what he's talking yeah, about yeah and then they watch it as a joke and I don't think they realise how much they're being sucked in mm-hmm. like how much they then start it just and it, there's things like you don't realise how often he then pops up on your feed yeah. and it's all you see and you see more and more of him and it's, it's so dangerous because it starts they haven't gone out looking for incel ideology they've just like everyone's talking about Andrew Tate, so they want so to they, know what they he's want saying. To know what he's talking about, yeah. And then it just slowly starts to like infiltrate their everyday life and change their personalities mm-hmm. in such a dangerous way. And it is it is ridiculous that like YouTube at school was not blocked, which for one 
weird because YouTube was mm. always blocked when I was at school. Yeah. But videos like that were just, they were allowed to watch them during school time. Yeah. And I, like, I know every now and then, like, they're banned from different platforms and then they come back. But, like, all you have to do is go on TikTok and type in Andrew Tate. Yeah. And you can find thousands of videos. Yeah. They just screen record them mm-hmm. and you can just listen to it on someone else's account. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there doesn't appear to be any sort of like control of the information that's out there in any way, shape, or form. Yet, this is what makes, I mean, it's different, but this makes me so angry. So, the information that Andrew Tate puts out is under no scrutiny and, like, you can just find it anywhere. Whereas, and I know it's different, but like, as a woman, you maybe want to, oh, I don't know, look up medical images for like things like breast cancer or anything like that. And the internet will refuse to show you a singular breast. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not, they're like, no, 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 no boob here. Like, and it's like, oh, but this is what it would look like if it was on an orange. Yes. (laughs) Great. Great. Like, what is more dangerous to the world? Boobs. Andrew Tate. Because arguably... Loads of people like boobs. I know. <laughs> loads loads that's, of that's, people. That's the, that's the fact. Yeah. But I just think, like, that shows how skewed, like, the control of information is in that we think boobs are more dangerous than incels. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, there's like a... don't want to be a, an old man and be like, oh, political correctness gone wrong. But there is this cap on useful information and just this constant barrage of shit that we have to put up with because oh but it's freedom of speech everyone can say what say what you want and i like you saying that is just i like like political correctness gone mad it appears to me that like andrew tate's like and everyone like that all those kind of people their aim is to say to young boys are you annoyed that like feminism has taken away your rights. Yeah. Like that is their in. They like spin feminism to these young boys as something that stops them doing the things they want to. Yeah. And it's as if they should be allowed to say whatever they want to, because otherwise, if they can't say that, why is feminism a thing? Mm-hmm. And it's like because you've completely misunderstood the definition of fem- feminism. And two, like it is it's not a way in, it's not like, oh yeah, but Girls have their feminism, so why don't you just join our band of assholes and we'll say that women are worthless. It's like, yeah, it's almost like they're saying that feminism is to women what misogyny is to men. Yeah, and that is not and it's it not, at all. And he's true. like, because Andrew Tate, I'm, the things I've heard, he quite regularly like says things like, oh, women are allowed to do whatever they want now. They're allowed to sleep with as many men as they like. Like, why is that okay? And we're not allowed why to do it. Why is it not okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> Give me your reasoning for why it's not okay. He, we actually got a quote on this. He says he prefers to sleep with 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds because they are likely to have had sex with fewer men. Which I said to you is a weird thing. Like, men have this weird sort of... Ingrained paedophilia. In, yeah. And that, that women that have slept with loads of men are less pure... And like less good at sex than women that have slept with not very only many men. a few men or no men. And you know why that is? It's because they're really thick, right? <laughs> just as a baseline, we'll say they're really thick. But they think that when women have sex with more men, over time, their vagina gets bigger. That's actually why. Yeah. So they think that it feels worse. Which 
but only if they've had sex with different men. Because if you've only had sex with one man, yeah. but seven times a day, every day, that's fine. No issue, yeah. Because that's what I don't understand about it. Because one, that doesn't happen anyway. That's not fake. It's, yeah, it's fake news. That's not but fake. Let's it's pretend, not true. Let's okay? pretend it's not fake news and it is a thing. They seem to only have an issue when it's different men. Like, for example, let's just say I've slept with, like, I don't know, 45 men. Mm-hmm. But only once... But 45 different men. Yeah. Right? You've had a boyfriend for three years. You probably will have had sex more than 45 times. Yeah. So, like, surely if that is your issue, having a boyfriend is worse. Yeah, but then they just counter argue with, well, I wouldn't be having sex with the same person every day. I would just, I would, I would have sex with her until her vagina got too baggy. <laughs> and then and I would move, move on. on to another 19 year old. Like, it's just. Nothing they say is steeped in any logic. No science, just vibes. (laughs) Just vibes. Just vibes. Also, I would like to take this point to to point out, this second to point out, from a medical point of view, a woman who is having sex, your vagina is not going to change size depending on how, who you have sex with, how long you have sex with, how many times you have sex. Your vagina increases in circumference depending on how relaxed you are and how comfortable you are with the person. So a man that's having sex with a woman and is like, oh, it's really tight, it's because she's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, she's not having a great time right there. Like, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. That's on you. That is <laughs> I'm on afraid you. That, that's on you. Yeah. Also, as a second point from the science side, if you are concerned that her vagina is too baggy, Maybe your dick's just too small. <laughs> Maybe, again, it's a you problem. It's a you problem, yeah. But I just, yeah, it, like the way they try to degrade women just doesn't make sense when you then ask them what they want. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't line up, like nothing lines up. It's just like it seems to me that they just pluck, like, sp- like purposefully, like, what's the word? Um, when like people don't agree controversial yeah yeah they pick purposefully controversial things out of the air and then they just throw it out there and they're like i believe this is true <laughs> this is a controversy grenade <laughs> throw it in Bang. the room shut the door let's see what happens and i'm just like reading about andrew Tate, and they there's like this impression and i don't agree with this personally that vulnerable boys are drawn in I don't think that's true. I don't necessarily, they don't have to be vulnerable. They can be. What's what's the word that's like if you bring someone into like a fold? A, like a a, a a very extremist group. What's the mm. word? It's not, it's like group, propaganda. Not grooming, but... what's, what's the word? Because oh. I've been trying to think of it this whole time. I had to do a course on it when we were teaching. Um, it's like grooming, but for specific ideologies, yeah. isn't it? Oh, um, I don't know. Google prevent. Mm-hmm. It probably tell you, but yeah, it's like it's the idea that vulnerable boys are drawn in, and I don't think that's true. I don't think you have to be vulnerable, and I think to think that it's only people who society considers vulnerable that are drawn in is just not true. Like, I feel like any boy of any personality type of a certain age could watch Andrew Tate, and like, don't get me wrong, I don't like the man, but he is good at what he does. Like, he is good at sucking young boys in and making them believe the way he thinks is right mm-hmm. like he is good at that Do you there's know no why denying he's good it at that, though? because not that i want to give him any credit but he 
when he was younger is it radicalized radicalizing thank yeah. you very much when he was younger well and now he's a clever man when he was younger he was um as a child in chess tournaments yeah and his dad was adults. a chess champion as well yeah, like, yeah. so like, i think he's clever clever enough to be a sociopath clever enough to pretend he's not that smart as well like because yeah. he doesn't give off sort of like like he doesn't give off such intelligent vibes that he's intimidating he feels sort of like i think people see him as sort of like the everyman yeah like oh he's like me he feels the same as i do mm -hmm. maybe it's okay that i feel like that no it's not by the way it's not okay and i i hadn't really noticed it until like i don't know if it's because we've got older and we i purposefully notice things now because we do this or like differently but like it is slowly seeping its way into society like it really is like and i know this is extreme but like it's the thing now that people like happily just say out loud almost for the crack like oh what's the point in diversity hiring or oh you're a diversity hire or yeah i don't understand the point in having to fill this form out and it's like what one you've given that no thought and two it is like are you just saying that for the crack yeah like when the people on my yeah. course were saying oh never going to get hired for this job because I'm a straight white male. <laughs> it's like, like, how are you then spinning this on its head and being like, you're the one that's in the minority. You're the one that is um, being... Downtrodden. Down, what's, again, what is that bloody word? Discriminated against because you don't fit the diversity checkbox. Like, how are you looking at that and thinking you are the one that doesn't have the privileges? But that's what I mean. He's it's obviously a clever man. Yeah. If he's managed to genuinely get half the pop, well, not half the population, but genuinely started to get people to believe that. Because if you look at incels as well, the majority of them are heterosexual white men. Yeah. So, like, they're not. Well, it's a tough gig for a gay girl, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they're not in the minority. They've never been. <laughs> she goes up to the beach. She's like, I'm definitely in the right <laughs> fucking place. <laughs> But, like, they're never, like, they, they've never been in the minority. They are unlikely to ever be in the minority. But mm -hmm. it's like he's spun that on his head, that the fact that they're not the minority should be what's upsetting them. Yeah. That's not how it works. That is just, it's, it's like, oh, they're against us because we aren't the minority, so we should be annoyed about that. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. But No. Because that's not how it works. Because anyone else who is in a minority group, for whatever reason that may be, and whatever the consequences are, and I appreciate them much harsher for different groups, all they want is to be seen as the majority, mm -hmm. or like on par with the majority. When they, if they ever get to that stage, they're not going to be like, oh, I don't like the fact that we're just sort of like accepted in society without having to do any extra work. <laughs> Actually, that's not for me. <laughs> Stupid up! <laughs> like, the logic of that is fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, I hate that we get paid more and don't have to do any extra work. And life is just, on the oh, whole, yeah, better. This glass ceiling's a bit dirty, isn't it? <laughs> like, Someone, just... probably a woman, should definitely clean that. And, as well, like, I don't understand how... Like, let's say you maybe think some of the things he says are relatable and, like, you like his business attributes 
or anything like that, right? So let's mm. say you like some of it. As soon as a man then comes out with something along the lines of, or directly, a woman has to take some responsibility for being raped, is that not the point where you think, oh, actually, actually <laughs> he's not for me? <laughs> like I've come to the wrong meeting. Everything he says, like surely comments like that wipe out, render everything else you've ever said. Yeah. Like, but apparently not because they are so radicalised by him that they then start to believe that that's true as well because he and that's the problem with Andrew Tate and people like him it starts off with this idea that and I see this all the time and it's like it starts off with the idea of men's mental health yeah which is an extremely important subject, yeah. an extremely important subject, and should be taken seriously. And men should have everything at their disposal to make sure their mental health is okay. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely fine. I have no issue with that. And that's how it starts. And it starts with like taking time for yourself and protecting your mental health and talking to people about how you're feeling. And then all of a sudden, it just makes this jump to like, women don't want you to talk about your mental health. Mm-hmm. Women think if you talk about your mental health, you're weak. We've been programmed not to talk about our mental health. Why is it that you're not allowed to talk about your mental health? It's women's fault for being raped. That is literally the jump it makes, but because the start of it's relatable, it sucks you in, and then you're yeah, like, they actually like, everything they say makes sense. Yeah, it's like, and it also makes it not hard to argue with because I don't find anything hard to argue with. <laughs> but like, when you say something and you're like, you say what you're saying isn't right or like you're in the wrong, they're like, oh, do you not? agree with men's mental health issues yeah and it's, it's like so you know that's not the to, issue yeah you know that's not what i'm taking issue mm-hmm. with because any idiot can argue like that any idiot can just turn it on its head and be like well you obviously just don't agree with with this or that and and keep and if that is your only arguing point then your argument is weak like this you're wrong. is a tweet also, go on okay as as a sidebar to that mm-hmm. you saying that it started as looking after men's mental health. Andrew Tate has admitted that he thinks depression isn't real. Yeah. So it's obviously not looking at men's mental health because depression is one of the largest subcategories under the umbrella of mental health. And how can you not believe in depression but believe in in advocating for men's mental health? Literally. But they don't see that. That's not seen by people in because because that's a logical argument and they don't and it, have and it. it also doesn't have women at the core of why it's a problem so there's this twitter <laughs> true there's a, i've just had a tweet and it's a, a woman has tweeted like legitimately tweeted andrew tate is unique here's why one he's inspiring men to be proud of their masculinity the matrix only succeeds if men are weak Two, he's taking on the climate agenda and COVID agenda. Pivotal matrix tools around you. His reach is enormous. The matrix loads this guy. And that's so totally his thing. Like, he makes out like he's the underdog and people like people are against him mm-hmm. and are trying to stop him. But, like, not for the reasons that he said, and I quote, if you put yourself in a position to be raped, you must bear some responsibility. No. Like, I don't... I don't care. I've never like, got up and thought, you know what I'm going to do today is put myself in a position to be raped. How in... do you do that? <laughs> How do you do it? Living, walking outside at dusk, dawn, daylight. To be fair. Yeah. Getting out of bed. <laughs> What's your error? He did say, though, that women belong in the home. 
And then so, obviously there's only one man that might rape that you. That might rape you, yeah. So I guess it makes the chances lower. But he's inspiring men to be proud of their masculinity. If you put yourself in a position to be raped, you must bear some responsibility. Mm-hmm. You, I, I just don't, and I find it so hard to express, like, express these people because they they get to a stage where they just will not yeah, have it, any debate. Like, with them. But how can saying something like that be okay ever? No. Like ever? I'm just looking at the eight worst things he's ever said. There's only eight. These are the worst, apparently, according to this website. Mm. Why would you be with a woman who's not a virgin anyway? She's used goods. Second hand. I wonder if he never eats leftovers. I wonder if he eats, like, pizza. You know the pizza that he ordered? <laughs> he finish it and was like, I can't eat that. It's used goods now. Like, it... it's because, at the root of it, the misogynists and incels don't see women as people they see women as objects yeah that's it that's the bottom line that's why we will continue having this argument with them because they will never want to give us the rights that we are entitled to and that's why we shouldn't allow them this freedom of speech on this platform this is the quote you're talking about so people defend depression. They get angry when I say this because they need this bullshit to justify their own failures. But admitting I'm right, they need to work hard and to make themselves happy to avoid the work, argue with me, pretend depression is a thing. But yeah, he you are right. He is inspiring men to be proud of their masculinity. You're so right. To be fair, I often think that. <laughs> Whenever I think Andrew Tate, I think inspiring leader. So obviously, I think now more than ever, Andrew Tate has become, <laughs> sorry, um, Andrew Tate has, he's kind of at the forefront of the news again because of everything that happened with Greta Thunberg. Greta the Queen. <laughs> Thunberg. We'll reflect on that for yeah. a moment because it's a nice bit of happy joy the in the middle of the episode. The 19 year old there ever was. Is she 19? I think so. Yeah. 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 She is fucking... All Hilarious. I want to do is put her and Gemma in a room. So, <laughs> and then what we could do, instead of like sorting out armies and protection techniques, we'll just join them together and make them sit in front of someone in a room and get them to talk to them and they can just sit there together like... <laughs> <laughs> They're like the human version of... Bothered. You know, I'm a bothered uh, Face bothered. Face bothered. Face I'm bothered. a bothered nah. I'm a bothered nah. I'm a bothered <laughs> For those of you that don't know, which probably unlikely, unlikely <laughs> the reason Andrew Tate is currently languishing in a Romanian prison <laughs> is because <laughs> sometimes it doesn't happen often, but sometimes things happen, and I believe someone is up there <laughs> looking down because it's just it's because Andrew, good old Emerson Andrew. Decided of his complete own volition, like that it was no, not incited at all. He just no. got on Twitter one day and was like, I'm going to pick a fight with a 19 year old girl today. But, but, but listen, it's because he's tackling the climate change matrix. He, he is it's tackling like, the he, climate change matrix. He is. So he got on there and he was. <laughs> 
happens to Greta Thunberg? Um, I can't even remember. We should. He we was need like, to find the tweet. He said, "I've got like them. thirteen cars with combustion engines, yeah, and I run them all the time. And this is how much CO two. And I don't produce. care about the planet. Blah blah blah." He basically got on there and did Barry Big Bollocks to Greta Thunberg about how much CO2 he produces. Yeah, if we're going to have this conversation, Andy, you are miles behind. (laughs) Andy! (laughs) You are miles behind T-Swift, okay? She should be the one that you're Big Bollocks into. Anyway. Let me just see if I'll find find it on her Instagram. (laughs) She posted it on Instagram. No, sorry, on her Twitter. Queen. Because I can't find it. Queen. Give me two seconds. So... He gets on there and he starts. It's hilarious that it was just completely of his own volition yeah. as well. That is what is so He just woke funny up one day and was like, I'm going to ruin a 19 year old's day. And Greta just Uno reversed it. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> not today. Um, oh, Greta tweets a lot. She is on it, my queen. Right. She's battling the climate. So, <laughs> he tweeted. Hello, Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars, which, by the way, have now all been taken away. Fucking all hilarious. of them have been compounded. My Bugatti has a W16 8-litre quad turbo. My two, capital letters, Ferrari 8112 uh, Competizone has a 6.5-litre engine, blah, blah, blah. I'm this is so just the start. <laughs> Literally. This is just the start. Please, could you provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous initials? Which is just like, apart from anything else, apart from anything else. So weird. So she. Why is he such a car bloke that he's like, let me tell you all about them, even though you haven't asked? My cars. <laughs> my cars. So she said, she's just replied, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalive.com. Which fucking just an absolute serve an incredible just serve so the best thing that's so ever happened fucking funny she's incredible and he commented on it he was he commented on it didn't he he was, he was like how dare you i was like he was probably mega fumes this that day. is so embarrassing for you on but because everyone was trying to spin it like you shouldn't make fun of men for having small penises because they can't change yeah. about themselves why? Who fucking who, man? Like, why? Like, this is it. This is the danger. It's like the jumping on the protect all men. Anyway, so he then, like, let, like there was a little bit of a lapse in time. And then he thought, I'm not just going to leave it because that, mm-hmm. that would be too easy. She can't have the last word. That would be simply too easy. So he made a whole video, a whole video, where he, like, set himself up in his weird little, like, Hugh Hefner robe and, like, his cigar and, like, his butler brought him in these pizzas. Which, can we just pause to say, he is the only person in on the planet that simultaneously looks homosexual and homophobic. <laughs> so true. Like, it's so true. He just, um... So he was sat there and he was like, the, the open, his opening salvo was something along the lines of thank you for telling everyone you've got a small penis Greta and I was like it's so embarrassing that, you that you're trying to spin like, comprehension. you're trying to spin the joke into like like we all know what exactly what she was doing he was like isn't it weird that Greta's told us all in her email address that she's got a small dick and I was like that is also, so also, embarrassing as another side note sorry I know we're trying to ramp up to the <laughs> best part but she said it was small dick energy, energy. I know. Which is not... It's not the same at all. It's not, impact, not even no. close. 
And he was like, oh, what a weird thing to bring your own email. I was like, oh, Andrew Page, you need someone to explain the joke to you because you just look like a fucking moron. Anyway, he then the video was like an out, like a minute and a half long. Fuck knows what he spoke about, but he was like, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't take the piss out of men with small dick. Anyway, turns out hilarious. Andrew Tate, I don't know if anyone knows, has moved to Romania to avoid sexual assault charges and human trafficking charges in the UK. For a while, they didn't know where he was in Romania. They couldn't find him. But in the video he posted, his, like, butler, I mean, it definitely wasn't, it was just his friend, hands him these pizzas, and he's, like, eating it throughout the video, and, like, you can see where the pizza has come from, like, what delivery company they've come from. And at the end of the video, he makes this blasé comment, like, his butler takes them away, and he's like, oh, and, and don't recycle them. <laughs> Which is hilarious as well because you everyone can't. knows you can't recycle pizza boxes because they're too greasy. <laughs> anyway, the Romanian police did a little bit of you know sleuthing. They worked out where the pizzas had come from. They asked the pizza place where they delivered them to, and they went and arrested. <laughs> so fucking funny. Just <laughs> and then, literally hours after it happened, Greta just opened Twitter and decided to write, "This is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes." <laughs> So not only did Greta actually get the last word, Andrew Tate went to prison. <laughs> Andy's brother, Andy and his brother, both men. Oh, Andy, babe, it's so embarrassing for you. Andy and Tristan are both there, compounded for 30 days. Oh, Angel, it's until just they, embarrassing. Like, complete the trial. And they, like, I think he's, he's going to be in trouble. I think he's going to go down. Because they've been trying to get him for a long time on quite serious charges of sexual assault and human trafficking mm-hmm. well they've, they've arrested four of them actually sorry two, him and his brother and two women there's too much like light being shone on it now yeah like the trial will have to be conducted yeah. perfectly and like i think there's enough evidence for them to arrest him mm-hmm. it he can't it won't, people won't really just let time. it go He's on the side absolutely red raw you know that scene in 13 reasons why when they like deleted that now yeah good because it's horrendous literally horrific the the broomstick scene is going to be andy (laughs) candy babe it's not looking good for you you know those like toys of the dogs on the sticks with the wheels that they roll along the floor that's gonna be him him. it's just really embarrassing i hope he goes to prison in romania as well because i don't have much knowledge of Romanian prisons, but I can imagine they are not nice not places. Great, no, it won't be like here where you get a gym and a TV and you know, just gonna come about for but so because of all of that, because of that whole shit show, he at the moment is quite like prevalent in the UK mm-hmm. news and is at the forefront of everyone's minds. So recently lots of MPs, mainly women, have been standing up in Parliament and saying that it's like he is infiltrating schools and our young people and we're not doing he really is enough about it and i we were just looking at tiktoks about it so a lady an mp let me find out who it was so she stood up in oh it's gone that's no she is so a female mp stood up and raised that andrew tate was basically creating a crisis amongst our young men like it was causing an issue the top three prompt the top four comments i'll just read them out to you all the problems in the world and they think andrew tate is the biggest of them if the teachers try and tell you anything bad about tate don't listen to a word of it andrew tate is saving us not ruining us the youth being indoctrinated into gangs and knife crime by listening to drill is far worse than listening to andrew tate inspiring about masculinity 
is drill the music that's just noise? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it is. How? Unless they think they believe in fucking hypnotism, how do they think that drill indoctrinates into guns and knife crime and a man talking about how he how he thinks women belong in the home, how he thinks they can't drive, how he thinks they're stupid, how he thinks men are more superior, they're smarter, they're stronger. This woman's fault for being raped. Yeah. How is that less of an issue than some and- songs about, like, flashy noises? <laughs> lots of comments on here like people can't even pay for heating in our country and they're more worried about andrew tate and comments like that are the same as you don't care about men's mental health yeah because they're trying to suggest that like you don't care about the cost of living crisis when actually it is possible and i know this is this is a hard concept for most boys to grasp it is possible to think about more than one thing at once yeah you can like you can't be abreast of many issues Mm. don't use the breath it's really you distract not. them. Come back! Come back! <laughs> sorry. Someone you are listening else, with headphones. Someone else has tweeted, uh, commented, sorry, and this is in quotations. No one is more hated than he who speaks the truth. Plato. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a type of dishware. <laughs> but like, it amazes me how easily and like they pretend that like the whole vibe of Andrew Tate is that like you're masculine, you're strong. <clears throat> it amazes me how weak their brains are that three TikTok videos and that infiltrated into this way of thinking. Like that's all it takes, just a little <laughs> bang. Be not afraid, their lies. <laughs> Your truth shall set you free. Crockery. <laughs> What really annoys me about it is because, and this is really clever as well, actually, when you actually break down Andrew Tate, he's not a stupid man, because if you try and have conversations with people who buy into his ideology, one, they won't listen to you because you're an hysterical woman. They won't sit down and have an intelligent conversation with you because they're not intelligent. So there's no way to like bring them into the, a dialogue. The like There's well no is... way to have a discussion with them. So you're never going to change their mind because... They just won't enter that period of discussion. We have to raise this point. They would never sit down and have a conversation with us anyway, because we are not women to them. True. That also puts us on the back foot. Yeah. You're going to have to explain why. a bit of a shitter. Oh, uh, well, for those of you that have never seen us in person, we are not classically attractive, I would say. (laughs) We've got nice personalities. Um... (laughs) Don't get us wrong, we hot. We hot, but not to Andrew Tate, who fancies 19-year-olds because they are virginal. Um, Yeah, and if I'm anything, (laughs) it's not virginal. Yeah, so they wouldn't even... Fuck hoes, get money, Nelson Mandela. (laughs) They wouldn't even think about considering having a conversation no they wouldn't that's that's the problem is that that is the problem that i started to experience at school is boys that i could see were getting what was that word radicalized by him would just not sit down and have a conversation with me about it because they didn't think that i was a person worth having a conversation with and that's what he whispers in their ear which means there is no way you will change their mind because and that's what's clever about it like he leads them to believe that like we're against them and everyone's against them. And that our opinions and don't matter. They, they it's not think even... about us the way that we think about people that have like people that shouldn't have freedom of speech. Yeah. And it's not even I think that he suggests that our opinions don't matter. 
he is suggesting that the whole world is stacked against them. Yeah. So we're just trying to change their opinion because we want them to be downtrodden. Yeah. Like he is con- genuinely convinced these white men that the world is stacked against mm-hmm. them and they want something to believe in. And it's just sad that that's the ideology that found the. It's like, they fa- like he found a gap in the market and just. <laughs> he did. He did. He just filled it. The ultimate businessman. He's with Amazon. Uh, not Amazon there. What's the other one? Apprentice. Hmm. Trying to silence the truth, Tate is speaking. In Tate, we trust. Tate on top. The other thing is, some people, some boys, start believing it as a joke. Yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem. They think it's funny. It's topical at the moment. It makes it winds girls up. And when they're younger, they boys like to wind girls up. We all know that. When they're younger, all the time. They do. <laughs> but like at school, that's yeah. how boys express their sort of like interesting girls. Like. It's because they're not intelligent enough to have conversations. So, like, we'll just wind them up and then at least we're, like, having some sort of reaction and, like, interaction with them. Mm-hmm. And it, it does. It starts as a joke and they think it's funny and then they don't realise they're being radicalised. Yeah. And it's the sort of radicalisation that is just allowed to happen in public because this is going to... And I, I'm not suggesting it's the same, but it's both types of radicalisation. You're not... Like, no-one radicalises people to extreme Islam in public. No. And it's deemed as okay. Like, that never happens. That radicalisation is done behind closed doors, like, in dark, dark holes of the internet that I wouldn't even know how to get to. Like, it's not just done in public. This is just done in public. This is just on your TikTok feed. And it's just going by everyone. It's there for you to... See. To see. It's so easy. But then I don't know why... I suppose it would be hard to just sort of tiktok to do a full sweep of any andrew tate and ban it but there should be something that like but would it be hard why would that be hard they ban boobs from the internet do you know how hard it is to find a picture no of but boobs i mean like if they t- banned like the hashtag andrew tate and all videos with andrew tate got deleted you would then yeah. end up deleting videos of people talking about how he's, dangerous yes yeah. that's what that's but what the, i was trying I know, to say but the internet is so clever you think that they could just remove all videos with yeah, his likeness to be fair in. we have cars that drive themselves just, like it's they've up, got people in it's space it's not like they can't do it and i think that makes it worse yeah it's like they can do it so why haven't they so you don't want to but do you know why i think that it is because stuff like this then distracts people from other issues and they can slip things past because they're distracting people with tape. Do you think? Not to be a conspiracy theorist, but I, there are definitely, I'm definitely noticing a pattern in like big things being pushed through legislation in governments and a massive scandal that comes out. That is true. And it gets like, like the laws that are passed or the, the things that the government decides are going to start happening just gets overshadowed by what's happening um dominic cummings driving all the way to wherever the fuck he went yeah. matt hancock having a, an affair like that came out i can't remember what it was but that affair came out a very convenient time for yeah Bordeaux. yeah and like the problem is and i'm not suggesting that men in power are as bad as andrew tate by any stretch of the imagination but like most of the men we have in power are white mm-hmm. and men so mm-hmm. it not really causing them any harm 
like it's not changing their day to day life. No. Even if they don't buy into his ideologies, yeah, well, that's, it that's, won't that's affect the their life. I am scared to talk <clears throat> to boys about my opinions on Andrew Tate because I'm worried that they will think that I'm a radical feminist for hating him. Yeah, which is ridiculous, fucking ridiculous. But like, there's also no. I genuinely believe, and I will die on this hill. On many hills, I will die on. There is no such thing as radical feminism. No. That's not a thing. You can't be... You can be a radical misandrist. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. Misandrist. Misandrist. That's a thing. That's 100% a thing. You can't be a radical feminist because the whole idea is that everyone's equal. Yeah. To get to that goal, nothing is too radical. Yeah. Like, that's not... You, that's, it's just not a thing. It's just a coin, a term that's a good coined quote. by people who, who are scared. Who don't actually understand what it means, for one. Have never picked up a dictionary in their lives. And just, you put the word radical in front of something to make it sound like a, a bad thing. Yeah. Well, radical is a bad word, but you can't be a radical feminist. I don't think you can. I really don't think you can. Just found this other video. Mm. If I had a woman, I would decide not to cheat. because if I But if I decided to cheat, I would not see my infidelity as nearly anywhere near even 1% as disgusting as a female's infidelity. A girl has commented on the video... That double standards, oh my god. And a guy has replied to her, you know for a fact it's not a double standard. For a fact. <laughs> just put, do you know how TikTok does that thing where you can have like a search bar? Just search what is a fact. Like, just what the fuck? I also, this genuinely makes me worry about the IQ of men. And how many of them are actually clever? Because the dating pool is thin as is. But if I have to factor in an IQ above not liking Andrew Tate level, I'll be like one bloke left. It's scary how many boys and men buy into it, even if they haven't bought into it all the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was, that was the thing I was going to say. I think you either hate him as a yeah. woman... You love him as a man, but I don't think that there's many men that hate him. Many, many men. Well, not men that hate him, but many men that sort of see it and think, "Oh, yeah, something needs to be done about it." I think a lot of men see it and go, "Oh, yeah, well, just don't listen to it." Yeah, and it's like, but you don't. Um, it, yeah, they think it's something that you can just ignore. Yeah, and, and not listen can. to, and I don't think they understand that actually, it's radicalizing people to a point where it is going to make us living life unsafe. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think they're like, well, just don't listen just to him. Just ignore it. Well, no, you can't do that. Like, yeah, you can just ignore people like Casey Hopkins. Don't get me wrong, the woman is a twat, but you can ignore you her. You can ignore her, yeah. Like, you can choose not to listen to what she says. Yeah. She hasn't got the same power. Like, I don't know anyone who has the kind of power for radicalisation that he has. He's fantastic at manipulating people. That bloke over there has got a knife. Just ignore him. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. And it's like, if you, I would say if you, I don't know if it's just my Twitter, but I hope it's not because my Twitter is a well-cultivated garden. <laughs> when you, when I search Andrew Tate on, like, Twitter, so many people and, like, so many, like, verified people say things like, he's freed the minds of millions, you can't stop Andrew Tate. Yeah, I just... 
And it's like men out there who don't want to wear makeup, don't want to look like girls, don't want to be told they can't go to the gym, want to drive nice cars, want to have money, want to have hot chicks. And there's nothing wrong with us. We're not evil. We're not bad. We're not misogynistic. We're not out to hurt anybody. And it's like, and that is, that's exactly what he's done. He's basically like gathered together a group of men who no one had an issue with and there were no problems with. And he said, people think that you're a bad guy because you don't want to wear makeup. He's Trojan It's like, that's it. never been an issue. Yeah. I've never looked at a man and been like, <clears throat> the fact you don't want to wear makeup makes you a bad guy. No. That's n- no one, no one has got the time mm-hmm. to be having thoughts like that. Like, no one has that time. And he's just managed to find this group of people and convince them that the world's got a problem with them. What I'd like to do is put Andrew Tate and James Charles in a room together <laughs> and see what happens. For, a, like, a nature documentary. Just watch it unfold. But, yeah, he is Trojan horsing these, like, things that nobody thinks is an issue and using them to cloak yeah. The things that are the issues, but selling it to men prettily packaged and being like, here you go. Do you want to live a dream life? Do you want to go to the gym and not be made to feel bad about it? And it's like Just... no one was making you feel bad about it. No. no one was making you feel bad about that. And yet he somehow managed to convince you that one, there is an issue. And two, you should take issue with the issue. Mm-hmm. It's like there was never an issue in the first place. But you've allowed him to convince you otherwise. And, like, they say it's not dangerous. But it is. But, like, we were also Googling. So, <clears throat> we, in, on the 12th of August, 2021, a man in Plymouth shot and killed five people. So. Was this just but, after just before we, we went, went down? Yeah, so yeah. we were going just for the weekend. And he shot and killed five people. And his family members of the people that were killed have been since then have been urging the government to take action on the culture around incels mm-hmm. and online safety rules because <clears throat> he was radicalized into a mass shooting because of incel mm-hmm. culture so five people lost their lives because this man had been sucked in to the incel culture that is just so readily available for everybody online mm-hmm. and in america i think they've had like 12 Shootings that have been directly linked to incels. And like another, I've just seen, and this is a girl who's retweeted that video of the MP. They're not scared of gun violence in schools. They're not scared of countless stabbing attacks. They're not scared that children are gender confused. They're scared of Andrew Tate. Why? Because they know who he is. They can't stop what's divine. God's son. I often wonder, though, how many of these accounts... I know they've got a blue tick, but how many of these accounts are bots? And they just... Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what this girl said. Like, And it's... they like I don't know how bots work, but like they, they are the ones that are like infiltrating and yeah. you see it all the time and it's constant. It's just like a barrage of information mm-hmm. because they're not real people writing it. The bots are just churning out yeah. what people want you to see. <clears throat> and I think also to suggest that people are scared of Andrew Tate is the wrong word. Like, that is the wrong word. Mm. That makes him seem, like, give like, it gives him gives sort of, like, a power. different kind of power. Yeah. Like, and they're not scared of the countless stabbing attacks because no one, not that strong, 
stabbings people are obsessed with london like whenever people bring up gun violence in america or like different issues they're like yeah but in london people, people are stabbed. stabbed and killed like a million times a day it's like right for one stabbings almost always take place between people that know each other for a completely different reason mm-hmm. like whatever the reason they may be very very rarely is there a spree of stabbings where someone who doesn't know you yeah. comes up to you and because stabs you. stabbing is way more personal. Yeah. It, you have to get close to them. You have to look at them. Guns sort of take the... Remove you from yeah. it. Yeah. Like, Not so that I'm advocating for gun violence. No, no, but, but it's a completely different issue. No one's radicalised into a mass stabbing. No. Why have you ever... Like, that's not... It's just not a thing. But it just... And like Andrew takes these things like men can cry too. There's like this is what he says. So like he's quoted the men can cry too. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And then he's his comment on that is there absolutely is something wrong with it. But he's an advocate for, for men's mental, mental health. health. What box do you fall into? Like why? And it's like and he thinks it's because life as a man is far more difficult as a woman. And he is of this belief that women tell men that it's all right for them to cry and show their emotions so that they are smaller in a woman's eyes. That's his, he's convinced that's a thing. Yeah. And it's like, like, you're just so, like, why are you so worried about, one, how you look to women anyway? Like, it, that can't be your entire life. That can't be all you spend your life worrying mm-hmm. about. And two, what gives you the impression that's true? Like, where has that come from? Mm-hmm. I wonder how he sits at home and makes up the issues. Like, yeah. how does he choose? How does he start it? Like, what is an issue and what's not? And how does he, like, then think, yeah, that will get who, men on my side? Who radicalised him? That's what I want to know. Because you don't learn this way of thinking. Well, you you, you don't... You're not born like that, yeah. to think like this. No. Because you don't... Like we so say, you don't get born with that mindset. Like this. No. And it's crazy to me because he was his mum and dad split up when he was little, mm-hmm. and he was raised by a, a single mum. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't. I didn't know that. Like they they lived in America, and she brought him and his brother back to England and raised them herself. Yeah. So, so his woman hating definitely comes from his relationship with his mother. Yeah. It's like when I because I listened to a podcast about murderers. Mm-hmm. You can trace trace it back almost to their like almost always you can trace it back to their childhood and like and their ideals and what they think and what they can justify it goes back to their childhood. So whatever Andy had in his past has obviously made him think like this and think about women like this. And really interestingly, because obviously I didn't know that one he was brought back to England mm-hmm. and grew up here, and two with a single mum. But I've done some googling. This is really interesting. He. I've Googled it. He was brought back to England and they lived in Luton, mm. right? Do you know who else is from Luton? <clears throat> it rings a bell. Tommy Robinson. And he's the, um, like, EDL guy. England's mm. hotspot, like, hotspot for EDL activity and, like, EDL groups and EDL grooming is comes straight out of Luton. That's their hot. That's like their hub of activity. That's where Tommy Robinson's from. And look, like I, the the only reason I know that is because I watched Twenty Four Hours in Custody once, mm. and most of the things that go through the Luton Police Station are EDL nutters and like 
white supremacists mm-hmm. and the white supremacy hub in England is Luton. And that that's not a coincidence. No. There's no way that's a coincidence. So he's been around it his whole life. Like he went to college in Luton, mm-hmm. all sorts of things like that. And it leads but links back to the idea that white supremacists and right wing extremists and incels have a direct line to mm-hmm. each other. The other thing they always mention about you can trace it back to their family, is you can trace it back to head injuries. That's what did Andrew Tate do for most of his career? Kickboxing. Kickboxing. What happens when you kickbox? You get head injuries. You get kicked in the head. He's he is a threat. He is a threat. He is one hundred percent a threat. Because he's inciting an army, really. That's what he's doing. And he needs to be put in prison for a very long time. But what I don't want to happen is for him to go to prison and for young boys all over the world to think that he's, he's a now a martyr. Which is exactly what they will think. Exactly what he will think. My prediction is he goes to prison. But young boys think he's a martyr. And then in like... 10 years, 15 years when he gets out, but he'll probably get out for good behaviour, so let's give him seven. He'll come on, he'll be like, it was all a social experiment. And he'll just quietly go back to his website that you have to pay for to get on. Do you think? Yeah, because I think he'll be like, he because he won't want to go back to prison. Yeah. He'll try and play it off as like, everything I did was for the lols, and, but he will keep making money as this... What's what's it called? Grifters University, Summit, something it's university. Shit, isn't it? Collab or whatever. It's 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 on there if you look. Um, keep scrolling. Hustlers University. Yeah. He will just start that again. Yeah, and he's launched a program called The Real World, which he was allowed to launch in October twenty twenty two. Just before he got arrested. So, like. We knew he was a problem then. He'd been a problem for a while at that point. Why is he allowed to just launch these programs? And he, I've just seen, I've just found an account, and it's like they all tweet things very similar along the lines. It's the same as what we're saying earlier. When you tear out a man's tongue, you are not proving him a liar. You're only telling the world that you fear what he might say. Like they've gone over and above giving him like this magical power mm-hmm. that like everything he says is the truth and the only reason people disagree with him isn't because it's not the truth it's because they're worried that you might think it's the truth what imagine thinking like that like the only reason they don't want you to speak is because what you say is true mm-hmm. I just I don't understand how people don't see how scary it is. Like we've been in positions before where men are given positions of power and slowly start whispering in the ears of people and start suggesting that one group of society is bad or another group of society is bad. And it literally, literally never ends well. Never. Ever. And they're like, oh yeah, but he's a good guy for these reasons. Yeah, there were other people who were good guys for certain reasons. It doesn't mean that at the end when we reflect, we're like, oh yeah, he was actually all right. Mm. I thought, you know, he did do some bad things, but like he also built motorways. <laughs> no one thinks that. No one thinks that. 
Yeah. And it's scary. And it's like, do we not learn? Do we not? No, history always repeats itself, doesn't it? Because people don't don't learn from previous mistakes. But what, like, just is mind blowing to me. I think a psychologist is going to take a look at him, find out something happened. Well, while they've got him in prison. Yeah, and realise that he's got a head injury that caused him to spiral into sociopathic tendencies. Because he's brilliant at manipulating people. He is so good at manipulating people. Because, and again I say, and he says, he says a lot, oh, I've been cancelled. You haven't been cancelled. Because you are still fucking everywhere. Yeah. So you haven't been cancelled. That's just bullshit. It's just not true. You haven't been silenced because, again, you're fucking everywhere. Your followers are still spouting your words like they're their messiah. We've just found a TikTok Mm. of these boys, young, young boys. 16-year-old boys. Young boys, who word for word, like verbatim, said exactly what I'd found on a tweet that he'd written. Like they they sucked it in. Then they send you to prison for a vague prison, and then they kill you. And every single one of the boys said the exact same thing. And on him, like he's described himself, like himself, he said about himself that he's absolutely a sexist and absolutely a misogynist. Mm. Which is why one misogyny should be a hate crime, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. And two, can you imagine, like, if like even just us at university? If it got found out that we were saying stuff like that and it was all over the internet, you would be removed from your cause and your life would be ruined. Your life would actually be ruined. And yet he's just sort of... I know now he's got his comeuppance because he's been to prison, but like he's been spouting this shit for long enough that it won't actually matter if he's not saying it live. There's enough of it out there now that he doesn't need to be fueling it. And it's all on Twitter, so there's a paper trail. But yeah, he's just been able to continue his life. Well, I can't believe that the Romanian police couldn't find him. He wasn't in Romania, though. For a long time, he was in America. So he, like, moved out to Romania so he couldn't be extradited to the UK and then just sort of... Moved around. Flitted around. But they realised he was back in Romania because of the pizza thing. Picked it. So, I think... I was going to say... Because I always think this, I wish, like sometimes I think if I had a genie, one of my three wishes would definitely be for me and Andy to just sit in a room together mm. so I could annoy him. Like I think that a lot. I think I just like to, Yeah, where the door's locked. Yeah. And he has to, like, I just, I just think it'd be He's fun. He's chained to a chair, he has like, to I listen. I just think it'd be fun. And we were saying how he never, like, yeah, he does interviews and he talks to people and he like talks to women and he lets them interview them. But he never does an interview that he can't control yeah. ever. So that he doesn't speak to people who he thinks could prove him wrong or are more intelligent than him. And I was going to say that when you go about your day-to-day life, my advice was going to be, like, remember that they're stupid and you're not. Mm-hmm. But then I think, actually, it's probably worth saying, I know everyone that listens to the podcast isn't stupid, so you wouldn't put yourself in a place of danger. But it's easy for us to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like we can be flipping about it and you yeah, can tell them they're stupid when we're yeah. like when we're just sat in a room but like actually in real life it's scary because that's probably not a good idea mm-hmm. like you don't know how like the what how extreme they are or the danger that could get you in what i would say as a takeaway is if you are in a position where you see young boys starting to 
be indoctrinated into his way of thinking you either need to tell someone tell them a, a family member or a teacher or someone that can do something about it or try and talk to them yourself if you think that they'll be receptive to the way that you can explain it because i don't i think with grown men they're in cells they're a lost you, cause you, they are yeah. a lost cause but i think we can save young boys and i think there is a point to teaching it in schools as long as we teach it right mm-hmm. and we don't yeah, don't do the thing that we do which is where we we put boys in a room to try and teach them about incel behavior and then we just let them make jokes the whole time yeah and that was the other problem and again this linked back to the tactic of it, it you have to be so careful when you teach them about it because to just say it's bad you shouldn't do it plays directly into his they're trying to silence yeah. narrative mm-hmm. like so the way like when they come i hopefully like there's like a scheme in the works but like when they come up for what i imagine is likely to be a prevent level rollout at mm-hmm. this stage because like personally my fear is more that men are going to be indoctrinated into this than they are terrorism yeah like this is way more prevalent at the moment mm-hmm. like i'm not saying it's necessarily got the same consequences but it is far more prevalent so when they roll it out whoever comes up with it and i obviously they'll have like child psychologists and stuff working on it but like they'll have to be so careful to not just sit them in a room and be like this man is bad yeah because he's told them all that that's what people are going to tell him which is really clever mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what he that's exactly what he's told them to expect mm-hmm. so how do you unlearn that i think you have to do what you did and talk about how history has shown that when they men like him that. start to get into power and start to whisper bad things happen i think that's the only way to teach it mm. yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of a positive note to end the podcast on, but I don't think there is one. Apart from the fact he's now in prison. Yeah. Obviously, that's that's up there for the best thing that happened last year for me. Like, that really... <laughs> What's the highlight? That really rounded the year off nicely, but... I just hope he stays there for a really long time. I do too. I really do too. And long enough for, like, the rollout to be... Yeah. Effective. Effective. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, and I would say, like, again, just for people that are out and about, and no, we're not stupid, we don't have stupid friends, and they're the only people that listen to the podcast, but, like, just to remind people to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not put yourself in a dangerous position. Mm-hmm. And if we all come together and pray, maybe the gods and Beyonce <laughs> will make sure that the right thing happens to him. Mm-hmm. So we have decided to try and spin a positive. We're going to do our weekly roundup. We're going to do our roundup. Yeah. Because they won't they won't know. They'll want to know about our week. Yeah, because it's been so exciting. Mm-hmm. I've gone back to uni, mm-hmm. um, which has been okay. You pulled a power move. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> the boy, I've mentioned him before, the one that doesn't say hello to cleaners. Weird. I pretended I'd forgotten what his name was. Hilarious. Like when he came in, I was like, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten your name. But then also managed in conversation to like roll off everyone else's name. So he knew it was just his name I've forgotten. It it, it made me happy, it brought me joy. I hope he thinks about it a lot. So do I. So my week being like. Although we've had some cute study days. Yeah. I think that's been nice actually. It has been nice. Found a new favourite drink. Yeah, that's really exciting. Really big girl hot chocolate. <laughs> Got my hair dyed. 
oh, we could put a picture on the podcast. Mm. Oh, we could put it on the story so people can see people it. People can see it, yeah. Um, yeah, going, the first week back at uni is always good with Lauren. Yeah. Doing crime now instead of civil, though, so that is more Be fun. Be gay, do crime. <laughs> it's way more fun. Or in some countries, be gay, being gay, be, like, be gay, be gay, do crime. crime. <laughs> um, I should be laughing at that. But, yeah, it's, you know, boring. I started 2023 alone <laughs> again. You say it like it's a bad thing. I'm not actually that sad about it. I thought I'd be sadder and I'm not. Mm. Like, yeah. Oh, so you're not alone. You're not in a relation, a romantic relationship, but you are not alone. Yeah, alone was the wrong wording, but I just I like to keep the podcast abreast, abreast of all of my. Stop saying breast. <laughs> Men are getting confused. <laughs> yeah, so my um romantic dalliance has come to an end. Mm. The curtain has closed, <laughs> but you know mm. it's all right. I've started audiobooks. Mm. That's new for me. That was a real swing. Yeah, it's because I realised how much I like them. Like I'm, because I'm driving for work. So if you know, but I work for Waitrose now, <laughs> and I've started listening to audio podcast. Is not sponsored or affiliated, <laughs> and I really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Like I've like smashed through. Um, Which I realised I do have that book. It's there. You could have read it. <laughs> yeah, but Sorry. I can't read it when I'm driving. When, well, <laughs> some of us are more talented than others. And I've definitely got through it quicker than I would have done if I was just yeah. reading it. So I'm quite happy. And also, I think that we've discussed this, um, and we could discuss this more in our book podcast. We need to pick a book to do this month. Um, or we could do that, I guess. We've both read it and not ever discussed it. Yeah, we could talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. what I was going to say is, if anyone's like thought, oh, our favourite podcasters, one of them's got into audiobooks and their influences so i'm going to get into audiobooks too <laughs> i would say you have to carefully pick what you pick as an audiobook yeah because if you're <laughs> one if you're driving and it's a steamy audiobook you might crash but also if it's the kind of book where you want to figure out what's going on as you read it we don't think that's well yeah. suited and to an audio another thing as well is always listen to a sample because if the person's got a really annoying voice you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna like it to the book. because i really wanted to have akitar on audiobook but at the moment only an American mm-hmm. and narrating it and I just I don't know like it's not for me but uh, yeah that we can do that let's mm-hmm. do that okay okay yeah. I might need to reread it that's all right you can just ages. smash through it. it won't take you long but yeah so I've my week's actually been all right for January as January goes we've still not bought any new clothes or drunk any alcohol it is only the 12th for me to not buy any new clothes in 12 days is like monumental (laughs) (laughs) like you laugh but i literally can't remember the last time i didn't buy new clothes in the space of 12 days Mm. or at least one just one new thing just one little treat (laughs) also we've not had any drive-through starbucks yet no or any drive-through coffee of any sort no i've actually been quite good yeah and like once university's back in full spring i think it'll be even easier Mm -hmm. yeah so that was our week lovely I'd ask you about yours, but I don't care. Also, so. they won't be able to respond. <laughs> we won't hear them. It's my favourite kind of conversation. <laughs> it's why you like podcasting so much. I talk, talk and no you listen. Back. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It is. We will see you all next week. Yeah. Oh, and uh, normally we say at the end of the episode, send us your fucking agonies. Lots of people have sent us agonies. Thank you for finally so listening. We, we will give your families back are now. We're going to do that episode. Although we do have time. We haven't recorded it yet. So, And this will be going out 
like we won't have recorded it by the time this goes out. No. So if you do think last minute shit, I really need this question asking answering, send it to us. Yeah. We'll add it in. But yeah, we've got enough to do that now. So that's coming in hot. Nice. Nice. Love you all. Yeah. Peace out. Where's before hose? <laughs>